So the year was 1980, and I was wearing my first tuxedo. It was navy blue with a cool bow tie. I looked like a skinny kid wearing a tuxedo, but the girl I was with was beautiful, wearing her first corsage. That's right, it was the prom. It's a night I'll never forget. Hey, stick around. This one, well, it could be entertaining. I'll be right back. So, I was a junior in high school. She was a sophomore. And we'd been dating for a couple of months, maybe, when April came around and it was prom time. Cool thing about that for me was I had a date for the prom. I wasn't stressed about it. And she was so excited as a sophomore to be able to go to the junior-senior prom. Man, what a memory. Now, I I shared in one of my greenhouse dialogues, if you've been following those, about the girl I dated in high school. And her mother, her mother was certifiably insane. And she'll hear this and she'll agree with me when I say that. So it's not that I'm being mean about it. The truth is, her mother was certifiably insane. And um, <laughs> and prom was a big deal, right? And so, you know, I had um, gone out and I had rented my first tuxedo. It was, it was navy blue. It was a good looking tux. I know because I still have the picture. I have this photograph stuck back. I can pull it out and look at it. And man, I was just a baby. Gosh, I was just a baby, and here I am wearing this tuxedo that uh, I did not look like Cary Grant, okay? I did not carry the tuxedo well, but, you know, I guess I looked cool for 17, Um, and she was beautiful in her uh, flower print, long, flowing 1980 prom dress with the lilacs. corsage that I bought for her and and understand I paid for all of this myself I was working at Wendy's by this time Um, my dad left when I was 13 and so as I got older everything I ever had or did I worked and paid for myself so I, I paid for the tux I paid for the prom I paid for the dinner I paid for the corsage I I I did all of that. So I was invested, right? It's supposed to be the greatest night of my life. The greatest night of my life. And um, up to that point, anyway. Um, So prom day finally rolled around. And it was a beautiful day, as I recall. And I, I guess my car was having problems, so I actually had borrowed my dad's car, which was a 1970 Dodge Dart with power nothing and black 
black vinyl seats that smelled like cigarettes because he chain smoked in that car. And, um, but for whatever reason, I needed his car and he, he did let me borrow his car. So I'll give him credit for that. He let me borrow his car for that night. But I remember I was driving back to the apartment that we were living in, me and my mom. We were living at this point. I was living in Marietta, but I was going to school at McEachern High School in Powder Springs, Georgia. Because I lied and I told them that I lived with my dad, but I didn't. I lived with my mom and we lived in all kind of places because my crazy stepfather, Albert, um, made that happen. And that's a story for another day. Anyway, I won't go into all that. But so I, I was living at the time off of Franklin Road in Marietta. If you're local, you'll know where that's at. We were living in Spanish Oaks Apartments off of Franklin Road, which was a good long way from McEachern High School, but I was driving that every day to uh, get to school and back. So why I was driving my dad's car, I don't know, but I was, if I recall right. Anyway, irrelevant. So prom day came around. It was a beautiful spring day, and I had my very first spring allergy attack. Now, anybody that knows me knows that I struggle with Georgia pollen every spring. It kicks my butt. I have sneezing fits where I will sneeze a hundred times. I my eyes almost swell shut. My, you know, I have, you know, my nose is runny as I'm sneezing and sneezing and I blow my nose and I blow and I cannot get away from it and it just kills me until I take an antihistamine which kind of dries everything up. So I'm a 17 year old kid and I'm having my very first one. It was it on prom night. I had my first allergy attack and I only knew of one pill to take. And again, this is 1980. So there's not a whole lot of stuff out there the one you know about is Benadryl. Now, anybody that's ever taken Benadryl just went, oh no, you didn't take one of those. And the answer is, oh yes, I did. I took a couple of them because I wanted to dry myself up so I could enjoy my date. This was prom night. So I took a couple of Benadryl and I drove from Marietta over to Powder Springs to pick up my beautiful date. And she was beautiful. And her mother looked at me and said, what time are you going to be home? And I said, we'll be home by 11. And her mother said, make it 1030 because she was crazy. And I said, yes, ma'am, because I knew how to manipulate crazy by that point. And we got into the car and we drove to Dunphy's Royal Coach in Atlanta. It was a Great big hotel right off of I-75 at Northside Drive. It's not there anymore, but it was there in 1980, and it was a fancy, fancy place for a bunch of kids from Powder Springs. <laughs> it was a dump, really, but for a bunch of kids from Powder Springs, it was fancy, right? And um, But 
But first, I actually took her downtown. We went to this Japanese restaurant downtown and had to take our shoes off and everything. Sat in the pit and had had the, you know, the hibachi dinner, uh, the, the Ichiban was the name of the restaurant. And, and I had to pay for parking. I wasn't planning on that. Luckily, I had, you know, a couple of dollars in my pocket because I, I had no idea. I'm a 17-year-old dummy, right? I am just a kid. I got no idea what I'm doing. But I'm trying to show this beautiful girl the night of her life. And I take her to this really fancy Japanese restaurant. I had reservations and everything, right? And we went in and we had Japanese food, hibachi food. And uh, it was it was good, as I recall. I was pretty spaced out by that time. The Benadryl had kicked in pretty hard by that point. Um, and so she might remember things differently than I do because I was seriously I was seriously stoned out of my mind on Benadryl from about this point forward in the story. Don't blame me. It was the only antihistamine I knew of. I was having a serious allergy attack, so I took a couple of pills and tried to take care of that. We had a wonderful dinner, and then we drove over to the Dunphy's Royal Coach, where we went in for prom night. And we got to the prom, and man, I was just wiped out by that point. You know, I was I was antihistamine fried, if you know what I mean. And so I remember we went in and we um we went and had our picture made. I know that happened because I still have the picture. And we danced a dance. And then we walked into the bar of the Dunphy's Royal Coach and there was Jeff and Renee. Renee was a good friend of mine, and Jeff was her date. And he was actually, it's a long story with Jeff, who was an assistant manager at the Wendy's that I worked at for a while and then worked at, with me as a courier at Federal Express years later. Very interesting story. Not this story. But Jeff and Renee, who's one of my favorite people on the planet, uh, were there sitting in the bar, and we sat down with them. And we literally spent the next several hours of the junior prom sitting in the bar talking with Jeff and Renee because it was a lot more exciting than what was going on in the ballroom um, where they were playing bad disco music and nobody was dancing. That's my memory. It could be fuzzy because, as I said before, I was not drunk but I was pretty much wasted on Benadryl. And then I had promised Dot that I would get her home by 11. And so I'm sure we probably left around 9.30, 10 o'clock to head back to Powder Springs from Atlanta. And, um, well, what happened next it makes the story even more interesting than it already is. Put yourself in my shoes. 
and wait. I'll be right back with the rest of the story. Join me every day, Monday through Friday, for Five Minutes with Mark, as we take a leisurely stroll through the Gospel of Mark and encounter this incredible story of Jesus in a fresh and new way. Don't miss it. So it was getting late, and it was time to head back to Powder Springs. And that's a good 30 to 45 minute drive from Atlanta uh, with no traffic on a Friday night or Saturday night, whichever it was. I I really don't remember. Anyway, all I know was um, we both agreed it was time to go home after we had spent the night sitting in the bar at the Dunphy's Royal Coach Hotel because I was really too high to even think about dancing. And I hate disco. I, well, I... I like it better now, because I'm almost 60, than I did at 17. At 17, I hated disco, and that's why they were playing in the ballroom. No one was dancing. Anyway, we um, we decided to go home, and but as we're driving up I-75 out of Atlanta, I decided, because I lived off Franklin Road, which is right off I-75, that I would stop and I would change clothes because by this time the rented tuxedo shoes were killing my feet. I mean, killing my feet. And I said, Hey, let's just, we'll run by my apartment. And my mother was actually out of town for the weekend. She wasn't, she wasn't home. And, um, and we got home back. I stopped at my apartment cause I just wanted to change clothes. That, that was, that was, Honestly, now, all of you dirty-minded people, just take that dirty thought out of your head, put it aside. That's not what I was thinking. I was just thinking, I really need to get these shoes off, so I might as well stop and change clothes on the way home. So we stopped by my apartment um, off Franklin Road, and I went in, and I, I changed clothes. That's all I did. I changed clothes. And as we were sitting there, we were sitting on my bed, talking for a minute, and and somehow we fell asleep. Now, again, did we kiss? Maybe we did. Did we do anything else? No, we did not. That was not what this was about. Uh, this was about a young guy at 17 who had taken his first double dose of Benadryl to take care of his allergy problem and was completely wiped out. And we closed our eyes. And guys, we fell dead asleep. That I mentioned that her mother was crazy. Certifiably insane. The kind of person that would have the police out looking for you if you weren't home when you were supposed to be home. That kind of crazy. And there we are, around 10.30 at night, dead asleep on my bed. <clears throat> and um, and I woke up about 2 a.m. If there wasn't a gasp right there, would you, would you gasp a little bit just to make me feel better? Okay, thank you. Um, 
yes, we woke up about 2 a.m. And I was like, oh, oh, no. Because I still have to take her home. Because it's 2 o'clock in the morning. And I was supposed to be home at 11. <laughs> and so we we got in my car. And, um, and I took her home. And, and I, as I recall, now she may deny this, but as I recall, I walked her in and her mother was awake, pacing the floor, furious. Um, but I walked her in. I didn't just dump her in the driveway and say, run inside. I walked her in and I faced the music and, um, and I apologized. I'm so sorry. I took a Benadryl and I was sleepy and I fell asleep and I am so sorry. I am so sorry. I'm still sorry. And that was, you know, what, 42 years ago. I still feel bad about it because <laughs> that was not the, um, that was not the perfect night that it was supposed to be for this beautiful girl who was my date for the prom, but that's how it all worked out. And, um, yeah, needless to say, her mother was not impressed. She was not happy. And I felt very good about getting out of there in one piece and then going home where I then fell asleep and slept for good. So the two things that I learned from this experience, number one is don't take Benadryl. I, 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 have maybe taken Benadryl twice since then in my entire life. I was like, Benadryl wipes me out. I don't take that. I have uh, chlortrimeton actually is the antihistamine of choice for me. It's an old one. It's a cheap one. And uh, it works for me. I actually took a couple of them today. And this whole podcast actually happened because uh, Paulding County High School, who I drive a school bus for now, uh, tonight is their prom night. And I was like, well, I remember prom night. I only went to one and, uh, it's a memorable experience. The other thing that I remembered is when it all goes wrong, just, just be honest and do the best you can. Because at the end of the day, you live through that moment. Yes, it was a crisis at that moment. But I lived through it, and now, well, it's a great story now. It was not a great story the night that it happened. I promise you, it was a real, real problem. But, hey, we made it. And isn't that what life is all about? Experiences, right? It's an adventure this life we live. And so on this Good Friday, I'll remind you that there is a God who loves you more than you can imagine. And so whatever adventure you find yourself in the middle of, would you lean on him? And would you enjoy the journey as best you can Travel well, because we're all heading somewhere. 
And never, never, never forget that even when you failed miserably, you are loved. Never doubt it. Hey, till we meet again. Hope you enjoyed this. It's almost been a year since I started this podcast. The next one will be my one-year anniversary. And that is mind-boggling. Don't miss it. Hey, all nine of you, I love you. See you next time. I do appreciate you listening to the podcast, and I hope you find it entertaining and enlightening. And if you do enjoy the podcast, there's a few things you could do to really help me out. If you would, subscribe, like, share, and rate the podcast on whatever platform you're on. And you can go to my website, theeclecticmonk.com, and there you're going to find a support tab. Click there, and it'll take you to a link where you can become a monthly supporter of the Eclectic Monk Podcast. And that would really help me out. Hey, we're on this journey together, and I sure hope that you and the rest of the nine will continue with me as we move into the exciting future. Thanks again.